listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. Now, sit back, pick your poison, and enjoy the entertaining entertainment of two guys who never learned their lesson. Welcome, everybody, once again to another recording of Residual Exhale, the podcast, with your hosts, Boozy and Baked. This episode is filmed in front of a live sleeping studio audience. Yes, yes, they are sleeping, apparently, right at the moment. Uh, Welcome, everybody. My name is Boozy, and with me, as always, is Baked. We're coming to you live from Singer's Karaoke Club in beautiful downtown Solvay. How you doing today, Bake? I am freezing my testicles off. I it is like four degrees you, outside. It's horrible. I mean, and it, this is just February has to just come back and like just shove it up our ass one more time before well, it's you know, over. We haven't had a bad, you know, everybody says, ooh, you had a bad winter. And I hate when people yeah. say that. Like, I don't like to start saying that until the end of February. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the overall what we're used to here in upstate New York. Yeah, the overall winter has been pretty mild. It has. We've been. had a couple bad storms here and there. Things were slowed down for two days, three days, but we we haven't had that real like knockout where everything is just shut down. Like no, we've, no, we've never even had one of those types of storms. No, yet. no, yeah. up north you got hit this last time but you know that's you know yeah. watertown we're thinking about you guys up there but it's it, it's in particular it's february and i just i just really hate february because you're right like we, it has been kind of a mild winter and that's i understand when people say that oh it really hasn't been a bad winter okay yeah but february sucks definitely yeah, february february is the worst this February's has been probably the coldest the worst. and not even with the most snow but just the coldest it's definitely been the coldest month and it always is i just i hate I cannot stand Fe- February is the Pennsylvania of months. Yeah, I say that because I hate Pennsylvania as a Pennsylvania state. Pennsylvania is a horrible state. Yeah, it's a, a terrible um, the state. Peop- to drive some of the people, some of the people, the people are fine, but it's the, very yeah, it's, it's fine. a very boring state to drive through. Yeah, and and the roads are always awful. You're, so. you're usually not going anywhere in Pennsylvania. You're trying to get through Pennsylvania yeah, to get to your just to get through it, and it's it's a big state. Yeah, and it just seems like it takes forever to get through it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do a quick shout out. Uh, as we tell everybody, we are international. We have people listening to us all over the world. We sure do. And I'd like to give a shout-out to our newest listeners coming to us from Hong Kong, Hong Kong. China. Really? Thank you for listening. Um, I knew that we had somebody, uh, there was <clears throat> a couple of our listeners in Papua New Guinea. We have Papua New Guinea. Yep. Uh, uh, Shout-out to my Papuans. Yep. Uh, what was the other? Uh, uh, India. India. We have, people in, in India, India we have some people listening. in India listening to yep. us. And our newest our newest uh, one, Hong Kong. Hong okay. Kong. So uh, shout-out to all of you. Thank you for helping get the uh, Residual Exhale podcast worldwide. Absolutely. So. Uh, also like to give a shout-out uh, to uh, uh, from a couple podcasts ago because we, we just found we still have some leftover shots of Jaeger. Oh, we do. Um, yes. That uh, we, we uh, got at the Jaeger party. We yes. had a great time there, the Dinosaur Barbecue. Yep. And, uh, Listen to that one. That was a couple episodes ago. That one's available yep. on Anchor and Spotify. That was a lot of fun. We want to thank them for having us on there, and uh, hopefully we'll get to work with them again. Yeah. Um, so this week, what are we going to talk about? Um, we're going to do a, This is going to be a top five-ish episode. Yeah, we're going to have different categories. Uh, we're going to each kind of just go over our top five. Uh, several of these categories were sent in 
onto the Residual Exhale podcast uh, onto our Facebook page. Yep, we, we um, asked for people to give requests of what they wanted us to do our top five yep. about. And, uh, so we will give you guys a shout out when we get <clears> to your categories because we want to make sure everybody knows that we do we do pay attention when you uh, when you give us stuff. That's right. And it, it might be a top five-ish. We're going to call yeah. it a top five-ish. Top five-ish. I might not have a five for so, each category. Sometimes you get to three or four not. and you, you're splitting hairs with the Yeah, one. yeah. So, so know, it'll be, you know, it's, it's, it's our favorites. It's our five-ish. If you have five, we'll name five. If you don't have five, then yeah, name I might, three. You might not even work. have a, a full five for each yeah, one. You know, it's fine. But we'll talk about that. That might spin yeah, off into yeah. other, content, uh, other um, conversations, yeah. you know. So, uh, first of all, we figured we'd get started with this. Um, popular movies. Uh, movies is always a, a, a topic that people ask. You're like, what's your top five? What's your favorite movie? What's your fav- top five movie? Yeah. So, yes, sir. Uh, I didn't want to, like, break this down into, into separate categories, like, what's your favorite comedies and horror movies? Because then yep. that could spin off into a whole... Yeah, that's a whole separate... That's a whole thing. That's a whole separate podcast. That's a whole separate episode. So, we'll start off with uh, top five movies. And okay. uh, what, what's your... Give me one of your top five movies. All right. So, I actually... I know we said no particular order, but I actually was able to put these in the order. Oh, you ranked them? Yeah, I oh, actually okay. do have my, my five. Okay. Uh, my number five favorite movie ever uh, is an anime movie. It's a Japanese anime. Uh, it's called okay. Akira. Akira. I'm it familiar with Akira. Absolute, yes. It was the it was the movie that got me into anime. It was the movie that I I I, I first time I saw it I was blown away. Oh no, love that, that movie animation love that and, movie. and that to think how old that is and the mm-hmm. animation was so good. Yep. Because I remember seeing Akira when I was in college Absolutely. and it was out like well before yeah. I was even in college. Oh my god! I, yeah, it was. It's a. It's a really really good solid introduction to anime yeah it so, really is if you if you don't know what anime is and you want a good introduction into it check out akira it's yep. really good i think they've always talked about trying to do a live action of that yeah it's just like, it's, it's so i think it's i think it would be so hard to bring that to to a live action yeah you you can't you can't even do it you know they've tried it with other they've tried it with other ones uh ghost, yep. ghost you know ghost of the show ghost of the yeah uh, yep. aeon flux they've tried aeon it with flux, other ones and, and, and those one, yeah. have been those have been a little a little harder to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay, so, um, um, I'm going to give you give me, my number five. I'll, yep. I'll, I'll actually try to rank these two. Um, number five for me, and this is one of my favorites just because it's one of those ones where whenever I see it on TV, I'm going to watch it all the way through, mm-hmm. no matter where I start in it. Yep. The Replacements. Okay. Okay, it's a Ke- uh, Keanu Reeves, yep. uh, Gene Hackman. Football movie. Good football movie. movie. It's a very good movie. And it's, it's a really funny movie. Uh, and I don't know what it is about it. It's just... I get sucked into it every time I start watching it. I can't turn it off. There's I a lot of a through. lot of actual football players in that movie. Yes, a couple, couple football players, a couple pro wrestlers. Yep. Uh, in yep. that in that movie, it is it is a very funny movie. It is a it is, and that was a movie that came out when uh, Keanu Reeves wasn't really, you know. Big. He was, no, he, it was before was, his Matrix and his well before, before he came any back. of that like really really big coming. Yep. Like the only thing he had before this was, was like, like Bill and Ted. And like I think maybe and Speed. Like, yeah, like around, Speed. Around and uh, speed. I think uh, Point Break was before yep. that. I yep. think. But, but yeah, that's a good. I, I, that's what that would be if we were ranking sports movies. That would be on my yeah yeah on one of, on my top five sports movies. That is one of my. I, I definitely will, I will a fun watch time. that. Um, I sometimes get it confused with uh, the Last Boy Scout. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Adam Sandler one? Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, there's, I get there's, a lot of good, uh, there's a lot of good sports movies, especially football. I love football movies. Uh, my number four uh, is controversial because okay. there is a good segment of the people that dislike dislike this choice immensely. Okay. Um, 
and to what all I can say to you people are you're wrong. Um, <laughs> and I, it's it's two movies, but I combine them together as to one. Gotcha. And that would be the Rob Zombie Halloween. Oh movies. yeah, okay. Not only do I love those two movies, I this is the controversial. I like them better than the entire John Carpenter, the yes. entire originals. Yeah, I like the way he does the backstory. I like the way I like the way it's gritty and it's dark and it's exactly what to me that's uh, that to me is more what Michael Myers was instead of this supernatural what what he is in the, like in these last couple of Halloween movies. Yeah, like, well, the, and the original took it so far in the same way that like Friday the Thirteenth and yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. They just got ridiculous with yep. it, and I agree with you. I would agree with you. I liked the uh, the remakes, the the Rob Zombie movies, better than the originals. I really did. Yep. And like you said, it's that's the feel you that you think it should have been for yep. Michael Myers in the first place. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was he was just a person. He was he was, uh, um, you know, he was. He had his he had his demons. He had his mental problems, yep, yep. and that made him. That's what gave him his quote unquote his superpower. Right, right. Was he that. wasn't actually supernatural. Yeah, no, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So okay, uh, mine. Uh, I'm gonna give you my number four. Um, I love you, man. Oh my god, I love that movie. I love you, man. I think it's very, uh, very quotable. It is very quotable. And again, Paul Rudd. Again, one of my favorites of all time. Paul Rudd is amazing. Um, so many good comedians in that. And uh, like I said, it's it's just it's so quotable. You can so many unforgettable lines of that one. Paul Rudd has had so many quotable movies. Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God, some of some of my favorite. Anchorman. Anchorman. His uh, he, he role is, models. Yeah, he uh, is they're... just everything he's in is, is is amazing. He's he's a comic genius. He, he really is. is. He has very good timing, and it's funny because yep. he plays literally the same person in every movie. Pretty much. He's it's, yeah. He's he the same guy. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of range, and I really feel have a lot of, like, but he doesn't need a lot of range because everything he does is good. And I really feel like that. That's not even him acting. That's literally Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. <laughs> I, be, I believe it is. Like, that's really what you he see acts him in like. interviews, and he's exactly the same yeah. way. And even in his roles that aren't supposed to be comedy roles, like Ant Man. Yeah, like, he's still yep. He's still funny. the same thing, and he's still he's, funny. He can't yeah. help but be funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good choice. That is a good choice. It's funny. I don't think you and I will have any of the same movies on here. But no, I know and, and mine are all comedies. Yep. No, I, I don't think I have any comedies. Uh, my number three <laughs> is a little bit of a throwback, uh, being that I'm baked. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Yeah, all right. That, um, that's kind also, of a comedy. Also another quotable. Very quotable. Very quotable. And, that, and, and a, lot of, um, lot of, a lot of people don't realize how many actors that are huge now yes. were in that... We're in that Matthew McConaughey, Ben Affleck. Yep. yep. Uh, I mean, just uh, J, uh, Jason um, London or yep. Jeremy London. Uh, yeah. Or Jeremy or Jason, whichever one of the London. One of them guys was <laughs> was, was Pink Floyd. Right. Was right, the quarterback. Right. Uh, there were. I just. It's so. And it's. It's. It, it. That was one of those movies that for actors nowadays was like American Graffiti was. Yes. Like. Yes. Ago, like that's where like Harrison Ford got his yep. start, and you know, yep. like Absolutely. a lot of yep. a lot of big actors came out of that movie, and that that was kind of like that movie for this generation's yep. actors Ab that are big now. I, I agree. I yeah. agree. And that, it was it and it was it, they did a really good job of the, it was like a, the last day of school in the like seventy eight or seventy nine whatever yeah, it was yeah it was like it was seventy nine no good movie though. Yep. Very so, good movie. Okay, number three for me, Young Frankenstein. Oh, okay. That's, a, that's another throwback. That's an old one, real old movie. But Mel Brooks, I mean, you can't go wrong with Mel Brooks. 
uh, as a you know a director. Mm-hmm. He was he had so many so many good movies: Blazing Saddles, Men in Tights, uh, uh, what was the History of the World? There's so many different Mel Brooks movies that are great. Spaceballs, but Young Frankenstein is like Gene Wilder at his best, and uh, Terry Garr. Uh, Marty Feldman. Oh my God! I mean, the, <laughs> Marty Feldman and Gene Wilder together in that movie were just absolutely brilliant. Another, like I said, quotable, very, very quotable movie, but uh, definitely, and it, it always throws people there. Like whenever I, like I remember introducing my kids to that, and I was showing them the movie, and they're like, "Why is this in black and white? How old is this?" I'm like, "No, they filmed it in black and white on purpose. <laughs> this, this, was, this was totally not. This not like a movie from the '60s." Or the fifties. This is a modern, more modern movie, anyway. But uh, yeah, that was that's definitely my number three. That's a good. That's that's not a bad. That's not a bad pick at all. That was a. That was one I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought of. I do. I do like that movie. That is one of my. Yeah, again, it's it's all comedies. You, yeah. you you'll get it. It's all comedies. Um, my number two, and my two and one, I could flip flop. They could be. It could be one and one a. Okay. Uh, my number two is Pulp Fiction. Pulp okay. Fiction is one of my absolute. Yes. I, now, for me, Pulp Fiction is my if I if it's on, I will watch it from wherever it is till the end. Yep. Because yep. I can I love everything about that movie. I get that. That's that's. Uh, I, I'm surprised that I didn't put that on my top five because that's uh, that's one that's right up there with me too. Yep. And Absolutely. I mean, and there was a cut like like that whole like there was a couple that I left off that that were right there like like those type of the but I wanted to only have one of those type. Like the the Boondock Saints, the Reservoir Dogs, right? Like of those type of movies, Pulp yep. Fiction was the first. Pulp Fiction was the oh yeah, was yeah. The, that was, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff since then. But Quentin Tarantino, oh that was God. that was his masterpiece that was, right there. That it was, really was. Yep, yep, and that's what led to some of the crap that he did later. But yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I, I you know, I'm I'm not a hater of Quentin. I love Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're good. Even as even when they're not good, they're good. I, you're I you're can, right. You're I right. Do them. So okay, yeah. number number two for me. Uh, I'm gonna come in and say number two is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh my God! One of my favorite comedies. That is that, uh, again. If you are a fan of video games, if you are a gamer at any point in your life, this is a an amazing movie. There's so many Easter eggs just yep. within the movie itself. The sound effects, the music, and just everything. The special effects, everything about Scott Pilgrim is just ab- uh, to me is absolutely amazing. Michael Even Sarah, the music. Michael Sarah is amazing. Yeah, I do. I do like him a lot, and just everyone in that movie was just. I I really wish brilliantly done. I really wish they would put him and Jesse Eisenberg in a movie together because I get the two of them confused, and I think (laughs) if I had them in a movie together, I would get them even more confused. In a buddy comedy, like it would be what would be funny is a buddy comedy with the two of them where there was case of mistaken identity. Oh my god, that would be great. That would be so. Oh my god, but yeah, Scott Pilgrim is is a really (laughs) if you've never seen it. If you've never seen it, watch Scott Pilgrim. It is a really good movie. It is very um, good. My number one, uh, I won't dig into it deep because nobody likes this movie. Very few people like this movie. Okay. Uh, it's The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, Hands okay. down, okay. my favorite movie of all time. Really? I could, I could watch that movie over and over and over and over again. I it Because I love the books. And I, a lot of people get angry because oh, it, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really... It, it was as good as they could get from the material. They had a lot of material for that oh, movie. Oh yeah, I mean, they, in order to do that justice, they would have had to make it like the Harry Potter. And they were going to, and they were, they were going to, and nobody, they were, they wanted to. That's why at the end they were, they were headed to the restaurant at the end of the universe. Right, but, right. But the movie actually flopped as far yes, as box office did. goes. I think it's turned into a cult classic later yeah, on. Yeah, but, yeah. But that's my, that's my number one, hands down. Oh, okay. Guide to the Galaxy. 
forever will be my my favorite movie. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, my number one is The Big Lebowski. Okay. Big Lebowski, to me, is the just the, the best film that's ever been made. The Coen brothers, Joel and Ethan Coen, are just brilliant filmmakers in general. But Big Lebowski... I, I don't even know what it is about it because, like, it's it's not even a story, almost. I mean, it's just so weird. Um, and it's just this this out-of-place Jeff Bridges as this out-of-place... Uh, like, he's a nobody. He's a loser who mm-hmm. just goes bowling all the time, but he gets thrust into this, and it's almost like he's a private detective. It almost seems like it, it's, it's almost like a film noir, um, but told in a comedic way. I... And I, I just again immensely quotable movie. And like, it's the like if you think about like that movie, that mo- Jeff Bridges will never. I mean, like he could he could have never worked again after that. Oh yeah, and he, no matter what he ever does, and Jeff Bridges has done a lot of good movies. A lot of he's good movies. He's going to be the dude. He's gonna. He's ever. always gonna be the dude to me. Always. I, and and when they did that commercial that. The Super Bowl with him and um him and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so good. Yep, very, very good. Where he came in and he ordered his white Russian, <laughs> or he would, instead of ordering a white Russian, he ordered the what was it, Stella Artois? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Stella Artois. <laughs> Can I get one of them Stella Artois? <laughs> yeah. so, oh, great! So movie, there we go. Your your uh, your list may differ, but you know you're wrong. But that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, well, feel free to send in your list. That's right. Uh, Comment on our Residual Exhale uh, Facebook page. Send us what your top five movies are. Um, We have, boy, we came up with a whole bunch of categories, and we just spent almost the entire first segment on just our top five movies. Uh, That's right. We'll see if we can get, this is what we'll do. We'll try to, (laughs) this is what we're going to do. This time, we're going to cut them down to, like, our top threes. All right, we'll do top threes, and we'll 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 get to We can get the TV shows in before, before we break, I think. We got time. All right, I think we got time. Let's do top time. five, We're gonna top do... three TV shows. All, All right. right, go ahead. What's what's your, your so number I'll, three? Number three for me is going to be The Strain. Okay, love that show. I watched it, and then I rewatched it. I got you watching it. You introduced me to that. Number two for me is The Witcher. Okay, love that. I mean, anybody who knows anything about that, that they're they're nailing that. My favorite TV show, as funny as this is, is Smallville. I fucking no. love Smallville. Smallville was amazing. I know. I totally agree with you on that. That was. I was actually considering putting that on my list. I rewatched that. I literally rewatched that now. Yeah, Smallville I've, I've is that times. really, really good. So, so you know, The Strain. Everybody knows that show. It's a love or hate show. The Witcher. Everybody knows that. And Smallville was my number one. All right, there so, you go. Okay. What, what do you got? All right, for uh, I have. Let's see. Let me see if I can rank this. I got th- uh, five written down here. I'm going to try to cut it down. Um, number three, I'm going to say, is Seinfeld. Okay. Uh, big fan of Seinfeld. Always have been. I have every single uh, episode of that on DVD. I mean, I know it's on streaming now, but like back in the day when if when that would came out, I have I bought them all because they're like they're amazing. Always funny. Yeah. Like I can rewatch them again and again and again, and it'll still make me laugh just as hard as the first time. Yep. Okay, number two, Supernatural. I, Aaron loves that show. I, I really can't get into like it, it, but she loves it. I love I, the the past. I haven't seen the last season, and I think they're they're on there. They finally finished it, uh, but and, and I have yet to watch that. But um, yeah, just from the get go, I loved that whole uh, that whole story. 
Uh, they, they, that, that was one of those series that like they had some that were one-offs where they just fought these monsters and that was it. Some okay. that were just made for comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then there's, there's an overall arc uh, of story that c carries through all the seasons, which I really, really like. Okay. Uh, so a continuing story there. Um, and number one for me, if you ever, if you've known me for any amount of time, you know that I love Star Trek. Star Trek, uh, whether enough. it's the uh, original, I, and I'm going to expand this because uh, because I can. Mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, I'm going to include those three in there. Um, but Next Generation definitely was my favorite. That's what I grew up with. Okay. I still remember exactly where I was when I saw the pilot and uh, just watched every single episode. Uh, great, great series, and of course, a huge cult following worldwide. Almost Star Trek. Yeah, one I had that I that I put it was in my top five, but it, I didn't because we shortened up the list for this segment. Uh, I was the show Wings. Oh, okay. I don't know why I liked that show so much, but I did. <laughs> you know, I, it was a really funny show. <laughs> it was a funny show. You know what the funniest one to me was? Uh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, his character, the cab driver. Mm -hmm. uh, he was Antonio Scarpacci. What's his name? I don't know why I remember that so much, but he was the best character. So as you can see, <laughs> as you can see, we we have a ton of lists that we were going to get through. We got through movies and TV shows. Yeah. Okay. We're going to come we back. We're going to come back, and this will be a fun one when we come back. Celebrity crushes. And we're going to have we're going to do celebrity crushes, and then we have a couple other ones from uh, from listeners that we're gonna we're gonna get to make sure we get to those two. Those other ones as well. Yep. Uh, so we'll be back in a few minutes. This episode of the Boozy and Baked Show is brought to you by marijuana, alcohol, and the number Q. <laughs> the num Is that a capital number Q? It's a capital number Q <laughs> with a squiggly line over it. What is that called with that squiggly line? Squiggles. Oh. It's called a squiggle. Uh, the Welcome back to Be Well, hey, it's residual exhale. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Boozy and baked. Yeah, we just wasted forty-five seconds on that one. That was that's that's the rousing content you tune in for. That's right. So I believe um, it's called a. Is it a Tilde or something like something that? Something like that. Til, a Tilda Swinton. A Tilda Swinton. That's not one of my celebrity crushes. Oh, but speaking not. of that, so all right, welcome back. So we are into our top fives. Summer five, summer fours, five-ish, five-ish. Yeah, the top five-ish for different categories. Some of these have been sent in by the listeners, which this next um, one was sent in by a listener. This and uh, now, for some reason, <laughs> uh, my fiance Erin uh, gave us a shout out to Erin. Uh, yep. She gave us the uh, celebrity crushes. She'd like to know our top five celebrity crushes, and then threatened me. Yes, <laughs> I love that she. So she's the one who suggested we do top five celebrity crushes, and then said, "If you mention anyone but me, you're dead." Yeah. So <laughs> all five of mine are the same. Per no. In, in, no. In fairness, though, if she's asking for celebrity crushes, you can't name her. She's not. Technically, a she's celebrity. Not. She's not. That's she's not true. worldwide true. like we are. That's true. She's not worldwide. She's yeah. not known in Hong Kong. <laughs> All right. So, in no particular order, again, this okay. is. Uh, I'm not going to order mine because I, nope, I couldn't. I couldn't even possibly. That's fine. I had, I was hard pressed to even come up with five names because I just had to narrow it down. There's mm -hmm. a lot of beautiful actresses That's out true. there. That's true. All right. That's true. One of mine growing up. I'm going to start with this one because this was like a uh, an older growing up one. Mm -hmm. Alyssa Milano. Ooh. I mean, she she yeah. was. I mean, right from the start, she's. I think she's around the same age as me because yeah. I remember watching um, Who's the Boss mm -hmm. when she was on there, and she was a teenager, like a young teenager, and I was too. 
I mean, I, I think I might be just a couple years older than her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but she grew up into this gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Alyssa Milano, definitely. I think uh, Little Mermaid was even based on her. Oh, well. The, 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 the cartoon of the yeah. Little Mermaid when that first came out. Oh. The, the face of Ariel oh. was based on Alyssa Milano. Oh, well, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one of my top five uh, is Scarlett Johansson. Okay, yes. Um, All right. I can definitely uh, see uh, that. I love her as Black Widow. I think she's perfect for Black Widow, and I liked her in Lucy. Yeah, yeah. No, um, Lucy was a good one. You know, she's not a great actress, but I mean, you know, she's a Marvel. She's one of the most famous fa- famous Marvel female heroes. Absolutely, yes. and it doesn't. We didn't and, say that they had to be great actresses. We just I'm, I'm a cartoon nerd. Just celebrity crushes. I'm a cartoon nerd. So. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, another another kind of old one for me, but uh, and I mean, she's an older lady now, but she's uh, still pretty hot. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Uh, back in her heyday, Michelle Pfeiffer was a uh, smoking hot. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer was a yeah, very, you know. I, I yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. She had some. She had some moments. Yeah, Scarface. Yeah, yeah you know, that's true. Uh, Scarface. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. yeah okay. okay, I got you. All right, <laughs> uh, another one of mine is going into the music genre. Uh, ah, my next one's in the music um, genre. Her name is Christina Scabia, and she is the lead singer of a band called Lacuna Coil. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Heavy metal, German. They're German. Um, yes. And uh, I've listened to them forever. And I just, she's just, like, I feel like she is who um, Amy Lee from Evanescence, like, wants to be. Wants to be. Wants to be. <laughs> like, that's who she wishes she could be. Yeah. She's, like, goth light. Like, right. Amy Lee is goth light. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, Christina Scabia, she's, she's definitely our age. She's right. old, she's she may even be older than us, but she's yeah. no, I, she's, no, they've been she, around for a long yeah, time. Look she's, who's yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been around since the nineties. Yep. So uh, yeah, so that that's another one of mine. Mine's in the nineties too, and again in the music genre, uh, Gwen Stefani. Oh, I have always loved Gwen Stefani she's from the moment I saw the video for "I'm Just a Girl." Yeah. Like that was one of their first ones that I remember. Yeah, uh, she's always been just that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think she's she's beautiful. And on top of that, she's extraordinarily talented. I think yeah. she's got a great voice. She does, and she's a great front woman for the band. Yeah, um, I, I and I enjoy the band too. Uh, no doubt, no it's doubt. Not in my top five, but no doubt, it's definitely I like their music. I do. Yeah, I, I could understand why you would pick her. That, that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, Mila Jovovich. Oh, okay. Um, specifically Resident Evil. Yep. Mila, because Resident Evil is, uh, I mean, if we get into movies, that's one of my... Okay. That, that If we were getting into just strictly horror, it would have been in my top five if it wasn't for the fact that the movies are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first one was really good, but after that, Resident Evil goes right off the deep end, but I love yeah. her in that movie, in the movies. Like, they're my guilty pleasure movies. Yep. Um, so she's one of my, and, and of there course, Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mia, Mia... We, Again, I think she's a very talented actress mm-hmm. as well. She has done. I haven't ever. I don't think I've ever seen her do comedy per se, no, except a little bit in Fifth Element. Bit. Yeah, there was some comedic moments yeah. there. The Lilu Dallas multicast yeah. that everyone yeah. always likes to say. But you know, no, definitely talented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my uh, number two is going to be Allison Brie. Okay. Allison Brie was in a show called Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know that that was. I. But yep. um, she's also been in. Uh, uh, Netflix did a uh, show called Glow, the the gorgeous yep. ladies of the wrestling. wrestling. Yes, yep. They they had a couple of a couple seasons of that. Um, but Alison Brie, I just think is just a, just a classic beauty. She's just uh, 
very beautiful girl. And can I just say Community was a very underrated show? Well, Community would have been, like, if we were dividing TV series into, like, top five yeah. comedies, sitcoms, uh, Community would have been in that. I, I was a very good movie. I, yeah. I, or a good show. I used to like yeah. that show. Because the, the, the creator of that, he's the, the, the same creator of uh, Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that, but the guy yeah. who created Community also created Rick and Morty. Oh, that's... Yeah. There's a little tidbit. There you go. You learned yeah. something tonight, everybody. Yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, Jessica Biel. Oh, okay. I I love Jessica Biel. Uh, specifically, um, as stupid as it is, uh, Blade Three, Jessica Biel. <laughs> okay. If I had to be a specific, <laughs> specific, like when I, 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 I don't know what it is. She just, I don't know. Yeah. She's very, she, I don't know, she just really like her. So she's one of my yeah. celebrity crushes. Okay. So my number one is not even an uh, an, an actress necessarily or a or a musician. It's a Wilford model. Brimley. Oh. It's a, <laughs> well, he's got the diabetes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but uh, not no, she's a model. Okay. Uh, she has been in a couple movies. Okay. Um, uh, Emily Rodajkowski. Oh, okay. Is her name? Yes. It's a very long, complicated last name. It's one of those Slavic, like with a lot of consonants in it. Yeah. But uh, if you've ever seen her, she was she was in the movie Gone Girl mm-hmm. uh, with Ben Affleck. Yes. Um, but I, I just think that she is one of the most gorgeous women I've ever laid eyes on. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she is, yeah, she, and she's just uh, absolutely amazing body, face, mm-hmm. everything about her. Yeah, definitely my number one. My uh, And my final one is uh, Holly Berry. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and Good it, choice. And in particular, Swordfish Holly Swordfish. Berry. Swordfish. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, and I can understand that as well. So, you know, those are my five celebrity crushes. I hope everybody... Uh, hope and, uh, them. and Aaron, don't get mad at him. Yeah, no, uh, come you're, on. you're the one that asked for it. You did. So, you uh, did. yeah. We're, uh, so now we're going to skip... Uh, we're gonna do kind of a fun one that some another listener sent in, uh, Dave Shoop. Yes. So shout out to Dave Shoop. Shout out Shoop. How you out doing? In uh, Arizona. We hope you're doing great out there in Arizona. He moved away from New York not too long ago. Hope you're doing well out there, Dave Shoop. And he wanted uh, his his request was favorite cheeses. <laughs> So we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, Dave, but you nope. wanted to know our five favorite cheeses. Five favorite cheeses. We're just going to rattle them Rattle your here. five. You go first. Okay. What are your top five My favorite top cheeses? top five favorite cheeses. Uh, mozzarella. Ooh, it's a good one. Uh, Munster. Munster, I yes. like Munster. I like how it has that, that, that there's kind of like a like an orangish yes. around the outside. Yep. I love that taste. Uh, port wine cheddar. Ooh, I like the spreadable. Yes. The port wine cheddar. Yes. Really good. Uh, Parmesan. Parmesan is very Parmesan, good. Parmesan, uh, which I, good I learned from, uh, absolutely, it makes anything better. Learned from Mario Batali a long time ago. Parmesan Origiano, the undisputed king of all cheeses. I would agree. And uh, my favorite cheese is blue. Oh. Blue okay. cheese. All Again, right. I, I, can, I can dip anything in blue cheese and it makes right. it better. That's very good. Uh, my top five, rattle off real quick for you, Dave, uh, would be uh, I am a fan of Gouda. Gouda. Gouda is Gouda. I am a big fan of Gorgonzola. Mm. I think you like the way these sound more than you actually like the cheese. I like I like stinky cheeses. <laughs> uh, uh, my next is Whiz. Oh, that's an underrated one. Cheese Whiz. Yeah. Um. Uh. After that is uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. And my favorite Richard Cheese. <laughs> 
Well, he's 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 also a good singer. He is, and that's why I, I enjoy him. Yeah, uh, he would be in good. He would be good with a good port wine. Man, cheddar. I should have said Velveeta. Velveeta is really good too. Vel- I, I, yeah. that's going to be like uh, honorable mention to Velveeta. So, so <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. I'm glad. Thanks for uh, asking, Dave. We hope that that enlightened you. On our cheeses, our cheese, our uh, top favorite cheeses. So now, uh, where are we gonna? Where are we okay, headed well, next? Well, let's let's do another kind of fun one. Cartoon characters. Oh, our favorite what, ones. What's okay. your favorite cartoon character? Okay. Um, uh, we'll, we'll go uh, again uh, for me anyway. No, no particular order. Okay. And I've got I've got two from the same show, so I'm gonna do my my four and five at the okay. same time. Uh, Stewie and Peter Griffin. Ah, oh, okay. uh, Family Guy is one of my favorite TV shows, right. and. Uh, Definitely those two, I think. It's been around for so long now, but those two are some of the greatest characters that were ever created. Seth MacFarlane did a great job with those characters. I would I would agree. I would definitely agree with that. Uh, I actually had Stewie as my number five. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So that's good. That's good. Perfect. And my, my number four is a duo. Uh, okay. So you've got your five and four. My number four uh, would be Ren and Stimpy. Ah, uh, yes. I... I grew up watching. They were one of the first, like, oh my god. Yeah, they kind of pushed the envelope. They were the first ones to push the envelope. They really Beavis did. And Butthead. Beavis and Butthead right after that. So yep. yep. So Ren and Stimpy would be. Uh, okay. So. Okay. So now I'm not going to stray too far. I'm still going to go in the same general direction there. The Simpsons, Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson specifically. Homer Simpson is the reason other countries think that's what. American. No, you're like, right. You're right. Because that's all they ever. That's the only American shows they ever watch are The Simpsons. But Homer Simpson is uh, uh, again immensely quotable. Yes. The show's been around for what thirty years now. That, something. Yes. It's like 30, 30, 30 seasons. seasons or something. It's crazy. But I grew up with Homer Simpson, mm-hmm. and he's just an absolutely brilliant character. I, again, Matt Groening, phenomenal job doing Homer Simpson. I would. I would. I would go with that. Uh, my next one strays a little bit. It's more of it's not really uh, animated. It, it it's Jack Skellington. Oh okay. From, yeah yeah yeah. I, That's still I, animation. I, yeah. I, I it's that stop animation or whatever. Yeah, and it's not, I, not I enjo- per se. Yeah, I, I enjoy the the. I I just really like his character. I like the movie. It's. A, yeah. Oh yeah. No nightmare. Um, before, nightmare before Christmas. Before Christmas is, 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 is an really iconic movie. movie. So yeah, that, that would be yeah. my number. Tim Burton. Yep. Again. Uh, okay, mine is going to kind of stray out there, too. A, a character that maybe a lot of people might not have heard of. It was a very short-lived um, series. Freakazoid. Oh, yes. I don't know if you remember Freakazoid. Yes. But uh, Freakazoid was a creation of this uh, guy, Dexter Douglas, who, like, you, you, you type in this certain code on a com- on the computer keypad, mm-hmm. and it zaps you into the Internet, and he became Freakazoid, who had all the knowledge of the Internet in his mm-hmm. head. And for some reason, superpowers, but he couldn't fly, so he just, like, ran around. And he was, like, he was ridiculous. He was off-the-wall ridiculous. <laughs> so he would just run. Instead of flying, he would run around with his arms in the air going. <laughs> like, that's how he ran from place to place. <laughs> that's but awesome. Freakazoid was definitely one of the funniest shows I've ever seen and a great cartoon. Uh, one of my, oh my, Freakazoid, that's, that's throwing me, that's throwing me back. Uh, my, uh, another one of mine is from the anime, uh, genre. Okay. Uh, it is a, uh, character called, his name is Vampire Hunter D. Oh, yes. You know what? I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Uh, I, I like dark anime. Yeah. Like, I yeah. love dark anime. And well, we that, learned that right off the bat with yeah. Akira. Yeah. So, <laughs> that is one of, so he's one of my... Like like Vampire Hunter D was one of my favorite characters. Like he's my favorite character 
at all. All right. Of, the, of that genre. Okay. Uh, my favorite cartoon character of all time, Bugs Bunny. Okay. I can see that. I, I know that Looney that. Tunes isn't as, as uh, popular nowadays, but Bugs Bunny was just one of the funniest things. Uh, again, I can watch the old cartoons today and still laugh at them just as hard as I did when I yeah, first saw absolutely. them. Yeah, absolutely. And there isn't cartoons like that anymore. And there's and it's for kids, but there was this is one of like the Family Guy, the Simpsons, they're made for adults. Yep. They're basically made for grown-ups. But Bugs Bunny was made for kids, but there was so much adult humor in it. Like if you watch it now, you catch things that you didn't catch when you were a kid. Yep. Is there's whether it's double entendres or just uh, political commentary or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of that in that. But Bugs Bugs Bunny, one of the greatest voices, uh, Mel Blanc, uh, great voice actor who did most of the Looney Tunes voices, but um, greatest, for me, greatest cartoon character of all time. My uh, favorite is uh, anime related. Uh, and it's actually one that a lot of people don't, wouldn't know who it is unless they have seen the movie or played the games. Right. Uh, it's, uh, his name is Sephiroth. He is from the Final Fantasy. Okay. Final okay. Fantasy games. He's the main protagonist or main antagonist. All right. Um, in Final Fantasy VII, and he, it, it, you, really, you just have to. I can't really explain why he just is. Just, so, just, <laughs> if you don't he know just, who he, he is, just he is. just is. He, he just is. is. <laughs> so that's our list. I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to explain myself to you people. So that's that was that was good. That was good cartoon characters. That's a good one. Okay, let's do one more category, and then we're gonna break, and then we'll we'll do our okay. uh, five baked potatoes. Sounds good. I think we should do music. Okay. I want to do top fave music artists. Okay. Uh, for uh, and this this it doesn't necessarily have to be bands. It could be an individual singer. It can be a band, uh, whoever. But uh, let's let's see what what what's your 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 number five. My number me. five is gonna surprise a lot of people. I am a huge. Huge Zach Brown fan. Oh, I okay. I really like Zach Brown. Okay. Okay. Um, I I like because he's not his like I like his collaborations like his collaboration uh, heavy as the head with with, with Chris, Chris Cornell. Cornell. Yeah, it's one, it's yeah. one of my favorite songs. That's an awesome um, song. But Definitely. I I like Jack I like Zach Brown. I I like his music isn't it, it's country it's not country right like and it's it, a little surprising because you're heavy metal yeah. You know, well, I know yeah, you'll you, you'll way. you'll know by the other four on this list. <laughs> that's why I said that's going to be a surprise. My number one's going to be a surprise too. But my, mine kind of goes all over the place. Um, I, there's really no rhyme or reason to the the genre or anything like that. But I'm going to say um, of number five out of these, uh, I'm going to go with. A, there's a group called Ludo. Okay, yeah, you know who they are. I am. I they am familiar ha- they, with them. They, they have about four or five albums out. Keep asking singers to get the karaoke copies of their songs, but they're just not available anywhere. Yep. I don't know why. Maybe they just didn't license it to, to be mm-hmm. for karaoke sale. But um, Ludo is just a brilliant band, and uh, they're, I, I believe they're extraordinarily talented musicians. Uh, one of the main songs that people would know them by is called Love Me Dead. Yep. Uh, it was played years ago, like maybe... I don't know, 10 years ago on the radio. <laughs> yep. It might have been that long ago. Um, but I just think they're a brilliant band. They, I, 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 kind, I not, like not quite pop, not quite Yeah, it's a, they're, they're, they're like that like, weird in-between. Yeah, they're a mix of... Like, you can't even put them in a specific genre. Yep. Uh, my number four is uh, going to be Korn. Mm-hmm. Korn, um, still to this day, one of my favorite... 
they do the rap rock, but yep. and I know yep. that that genre is pretty much dead, but they still manage to keep going, and I they've just. And no, they're still good. They're still good. I, I believe I, I think I saw them uh, not too long ago. They were at the uh, the amphitheater yes. here. Yes, they were. Um, in in Syracuse, um, maybe it was like three years ago. Yep. I think it was even I, I was they were the, here again, but yep. I didn't go to the. I was at, I was at the I was there. Okay, okay. So they they were good. Uh, number four for me, I'm going to say Frank Sinatra. Hmm. As an artist, I I, okay. I I just something about the 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 crooner. Frank, but like not necessarily everyone in that genre. Like I'm not really a particularly a fan of like, uh, let's say Tony Bennett or Dean Martin or anything like that. But Frank Sinatra, for some reason, his music just gets me. He had a sound. He had, oh, a, he had his, a voice. Yeah, his, his voice his, his sound. He had a very unique like, sound. It just like it's it's soothing, and and that's why a lot yeah, of people try to sing it at singers. And, oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, but no, yeah. but, you know. So uh, so anyway, moving on, my number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, they they is uh, Metallica. Metallica. I have like Metallica was my first yeah. concert. Yeah, I've listened to Metallica since I was about eight or nine years old. My because of my older brother. Uh, they I they've had a couple shitty albums. I I mean, <laughs> well, sure. They they'll be the first to admit they've had a couple shitty albums. But you know what? They, their old stuff. You you can't listen to their old stuff and not. You yeah, know, yeah. Like old no, material. Was, they paved the way for a lot of people. I was actually that was one that I was considering. That kind of got an honorable mention in my book because yep. uh, they were they were one that I was thinking of. But I'm actually gonna say another uh, one for my number three is uh, cake. You do like cake. I love cake. Not only the food, but the band. Yeah, yeah. But cake as a band, uh, underrated, believe, very underrated. And it's so funny because it's like you know it's how sometimes you hear music and you're like that guy has such a horrible voice. How did they get a, how did they get a, a band? Yep. How did they even get a record? Mm-hmm. And the guy from Cake doesn't even really sing a lot. Just kind of talks. It's mostly like m- melodical talking. Yep, spoken word. <laughs> I mean, most most of it is. It True. can't be considered rap because he's not True. he's not rapping. But no. Uh, but I don't know. There's just something about their sound. That I just like. I have every album they've made, and they. I really just like the sound. That's a big. It's an original, original sound. I think that's what I like about it's them. A good They're pick. so original. That's a good pick. My number two is the entire forty-seven band uh, piece band of Slipknot. Uh, <laughs> okay. There's ninety-three people in the band. <laughs> One guy plays four drums. Another guy hits a triangle. They, it's amazing. <laughs> like the, Corey Taylor, the fact that he could. We, me and uh, me and Boozy, we have been doing a song the last couple of weeks at Singers, that is a very Slipknot esque. Yes, and I am completely winded after that. I don't know how he does it. He's a whole for set. two hours yeah. with a mask on. <laughs> I don't get it. But Slipknot, man, yeah. uh, they're they're it's got some endurance. Yeah, they're they're still playing heavy. They're yeah, coming they around are. this. They're going to come around this year. I'll I'll see them. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I I think I'm going to go see them too. Yeah, who's your number two? My number two is Foo Fighters. Yeah, I I, I could have guessed that. I, I almost yep. would have guessed them at your number one. Yeah, Foo Fighters is my number. I'm gonna say it's my number two. I do like him. Dave Grohl is one of my heroes. Just love that guy. Yep. And I uh, love everything they do. My uh, that, that that's a good pick. That they were on my honorable mention. Yeah. They yep. were right in my top five. Uh, my number one. Uh, throwback to my dad. Uh, my favorite band to this day still is The Doors. Yep. Uh, I could have told you that. <laughs> I I like everything they've done. I I like 
everything. Like, my parents have pictures in the house. There's, you know, it, it, yeah. there's something about his voice. Jim Morrison's voice, there was something about his voice that, to this day, I could listen to the Doors. Uh, like, if a Doors song comes on, I'll stop what I'm doing. Yep. And yep. listen to it. So, yeah, that's that's because of you, Dad. Uh, yeah. Okay, so another one uh, for me, again, it's not because of my dad, but it's it's one that I grew up with, mm-hmm. uh, that I was introduced to when I was really young. Yep. And it's this is going to be a weird one, too, because it's Weird Al. Weird you know Al. I, I actually could have, I, I could have, if you'd have given me five guesses, I probably could have given you yeah. Weird Al. Yes, that weird, makes sense. Weird Al. That makes sense. He, he is one of the most brilliant mus- musicians, I believe, that has ever existed. Because there are people that do uh, song parodies that come and go. Yes. You mentioned, like, Richard Cheese. Yep. Uh, who does, like, the lounge songs and stuff like yep. that. And there's groups, there's individuals that come and go. Mm-hmm. They, they're just a, like a flash in the pan. Weird Al has been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. He, and, and, yeah. and he's still big. Yeah, no, that's... He has so much uh, staying power, and and he's so good at what he does. And he's... If you really listen to a lot of his stuff, I mean, people know, like, the main songs, like, uh, Eat It instead of Beat yeah. It. And, they, you know, there's, there's some other ones that are popular out there. But if you really listen to his whole albums, he is a chameleon with mm-hmm. his voice. He has a huge range. I agree. And he can do some low stuff to high stuff. It, he's, he's all over the place. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. He, I do, I do like Weird Al. He has a lot of funny songs. Yeah, he has a lot of good songs, and he's been doing it for, like you said, forever. Oh yeah, forever, forever. So, so that's uh, some more of our top fives. Yeah, uh, we want to thank Aaron for submitting hers. We'd like to thank Dave for submitting his, and, and Becky. Yep. We, you did some uh, Becky. Shout out to Becky. Becky uh, with the adequate hair. Becky with the adequate hair is my work wife, uh, if you will. We, uh, our day job, my day job. I work with her. And uh, we're very good friends. She comes out and hangs out with us every now and then. She requested embarrassing moments. But in a couple weeks, we're going to be having a a special episode with uh, Aaron and Lauren, who we hang out with all the time. And we're going to be talking about some embarrassing moments that we, the four of us have had Because we've been on a lot of travels together, and we've seen and done a lot of embarrassing things. Yes, yeah, some funny so moments, Becky, some embarrassing... we will be getting to yours. We'll get to your, <laughs> well, you'll, 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 you're going to have a whole episode. Yeah, almost an episode. entire episode dedicated so, to your request. So that'll be that. We're going to come back in just a few minutes with the five baked potatoes. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You're listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. And we're back! Ladies and gentlemen, with another segment of Residual Exhale. That was, a, that was impressive. That was good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing. Yeah, well, you can tell. <laughs> okay, it's time now, ladies and gentlemen, for the five baked potatoes this is the part of the podcast where Baked reads five stories that I have no idea what they are. And uh, they're random stories, news stories from around the country, around the world. Uh, Baked, what do you got for us tonight? These are hand-selected from my <laughs> vault of stories. <laughs> yes, it's a vault. Yes, it's a vault. Yeah, it's yeah. actually a folder on my desktop. But but it's password protected, so it's, it's password a vault. password pr- protected, and it's called the vault. <laughs> the file uh, is the vault. So the first story I've got for you okay. is called Fast 
and the bosses are furious. <laughs> okay. I try to come up with a good little, good little quip for each one. So, <laughs> so you've had that. Everybody, everybody has had that fast and furious fantasy driving 110 miles an hour on the highway. Oh, sure. Wind in your scalp. Yeah, <laughs> wind in my beard. Wind in my beard. So everybody, <laughs> everybody's had that, but you don't do it because there's laws, accidents, police. You don't do that generally. Exactly. I mean, I've done it. I've who has it? Oh yeah, you, of course you've done it from time yeah. to time. So, two General Motors employees are accused of racing new Corvettes at speeds topping 100 miles per hour on Kentucky public roads. <laughs> Not the smartest idea. Alexander Thim of West Bloomfield and Mark Durkatz of Windsor were charged with speeding 26 or greater over the speed limit, reckless driving and racing motor vehicles on a public highway. According to an arrest report... for General Motors, come on. So, according to an arrest report, the police said they saw three 2020 Corvettes on a Bowling Green Road accelerating heavily, (laughs) driving in excess of 120 miles per hour. (laughs) I would like you to understand... They clearly said three Corvettes racing. And this was two people, though. Two people got arrested. Congratulations to the winner. (laughs) Apparently, apparently the winner didn't get caught. Apparently he did not. (laughs) So, congratulations, sir. You actually got to... Whoever you are. So, sir, you lived that fantasy. You drove 120 miles an hour. You got chased by the police. And you got away. And you outran the police, apparently. There yeah. you go. Congratulations, sir. Good job. I'm not saying you should do it. Good, good yeah, job. Yeah, I'm not saying you should do it, but I'm just saying you did it. Might not be the smartest thing. So, <laughs> so General Motors owns all three of the Corvettes, obviously. Uh, right, right. Uh, they, were, they, were, they said they were aware of an incident involving their test vehicles and are currently investigating. <laughs> Safety remains their overriding priority, and they have no further comment at this time. Well, and you'd think that they'd have, like, testing, like, roads that they can do well, this Well, I'm on. pretty sure they, they do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure these guys probably weren't supposed to be driving them at all. They just kind of like, ah, let's sign out these men that were arrested were test drivers. Right. So I'm pretty this was sure. This the custodial crew. Yeah, these were just. <laughs> they just kind of like, well. Let like me, the let's, night shift. Hey, the keys are still here. Look, the keys are still here. Let's take these so, out yeah. for a ride. So, yeah. <laughs> let's so. And then, and then again, again, one of you made it. That's right. So one of you still has your job. One, one of them came into work in the same and goes, first time hearing of this. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I just went out on lunch. <laughs> I went out on lunch. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how that quarterback got there. I'm not, I have no idea. I so, don't know why so there's like... Kudos to you, driver, whoever. It was probably Vin Diesel. Driver 3. It was Vin Diesel. Maybe it was like a Fast oh, and Furious route. Okay. It was life. It could have been. Life-like. So, it could have been. Okay, so my next one, I pose a question. I title it, What's the Opposite of a Jailbreak? What's the Opposite of a Jailbreak? Yes. Okay. So, the holidays, they just passed. Yes. Holidays were a time where you got together, reconnected with old friends. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, We love the holidays. But nobody has ever thought to break into jail to do that. Uh, no. So, 
authorities in Indian River County, Florida. Gotcha again, Florida. Okay, here's the Florida story. They arrested a man. Now, this is a couple months old, but they arrested a man on Christmas night after he allegedly tried to break into the county jail by ramming his car into the front door <laughs> and then climbing a fence. Well, that's one way to do it. 24-year-old Patrick Rempe, he was arrested when he got tangled on the razor wire on the fence. <laughs> he was taken into custody and treated for minor injuries. Which is why there's razor wire on the fence in the first place. Uh, to get people tangled into it. Police say he was high on the synthetic drug Flocka. Oh, I've heard of Flocka. I, I didn't know people still did Flocka. I didn't know... Yeah, that like I thought that went the way of like bath salts and stuff. And he just wanted to visit his friends who were in jail. <laughs> they they estimate the damage to be five thousand dollars. <laughs> well, that's not too bad. Even if he managed to get over the fence with the razor wire, he would have had to have climbed another fence and then get through a locked door where his friends were housed. <laughs> he now faces charges of aggravated assault on law enforcement, battery on law enforcement, three counts of felony criminal mischief, leaving the scene of a crash with property damage, and driving under the influence. He's being held without bond, which ironically gives him plenty of time to spend with his to friends. To see his friends, yeah. His <laughs> friends will probably be out of jail long before him. <laughs> it's it's safe to say he did not think this through. Like He got into jail and they were like, is, he's like, they're like, what was the guy's name? What did I say his name was? Douglas? Patrick. Like, his, his buddy's in jail. How high are you right now? <laughs> I'm pretty high. His buddy's in jail. And all of a sudden, Patrick comes in, and he's like, Hey, man, I broke into the jail to see ya. And you're like, dude, I get out next Tuesday. <laughs> I'm only here for the weekend. You, you Just what give it some time, it? man. I'll be it's back. okay. So, so yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> that's that's oh, why I fantastic. smoke weed. I've never, I've never gotten so stoned that I was like, you know what would be a great idea? Let's go visit friends in jail. Well, you don't do flocka. Well, that's that, true. That's for sure. That's true. And that's probably a good choice. I mean, if you're going to do a drug, marijuana is the way to go. It is. That's, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, this next story I entitled Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is probably not going to go the way that I think it's going probably. to go. Yeah. So, everybody's had a run-in with the police. And everybody has had, the, whether you were young and stupid or old and stupid, everybody's had that moment where when they're like, what's your name? Where you wanted to give them a fake name. Mm-hmm. Everybody's thought oh, about yeah, yeah. the You've thought about what your your, your pseudonym is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, so, do you have one that you have at the ready? I do not. No? I used to use my brother's name until there was a warrant. I, I actually do have a pseudonym that I use whenever I'm anywhere that I don't want people to know what my name is. Mm -hmm. I have one at the ready if, if somebody asks me my name. Yeah? Angus Bromwell. That's a good one. Yeah. I would I would say I would try to use uh, uh, Ford Perfect. <laughs> or I would do something like that. That yeah, would be, yeah. that would be it. <laughs> That's a, another Zayfod, shout out. Zayfod Breeblebox. Uh, another shout out to uh, the Hitchhiker's yep. Guide to the Galaxy. That would right be there. one of their names. So. Yeah. So everybody's done that. So police, again, let's go back to Florida. Florida, man. Mm -hmm. You guys, you guys are keeping us in business. Florida is the way to go. So they arrested Jeffrey Forrest Poole on charges of violently resisting a police officer. <laughs> Violently, resisting. the authorities made sure to list things like his age, his weight, and address on his arrest report. They also had to include an alias that Poole had allegedly used. Okay, and it's a pretty good one. But that we'll get to that later. All right. 
So Bramble was pleased were called to his home on a reported domestic disturbance. When they arrived, Poole exited his home and said, I will beat every cop's ass. He then raised his right fist and began to extend it towards my face in an attempt to strike me, the arresting officer wrote. <laughs> Not a good choice. So strike Not one and two. Choice. Yeah. He was pull- and I like how he extended it toward my face in an attempt to strike. He tried to punch me in the yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's what it was. He tried to punch me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so he was arrested and taken to the county jail. Uh, so obviously he could not kick every cop's ass. Uh, he was charged with assault, violently resisting, and he's in. He was in jail on five thousand dollars bail. Okay. The only reason this case is hilarious is because the alias that is listed for this gentleman is Dickface Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my God. (laughs) That's that's your alias? So... He was arrested once before. And the cops asked him his name. And he he said, said his name was Dick Face Johnson. That's uh, my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that name showed up because he was either asked if he had oh. any. He asked if he had any aliases, or if a record on file under that name. So. Oh my God, Dick Face Johnson. That's that's Johnson and Johnson. Dick Face Johnson. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Oh for my that. God, I'm so. I, oh. oh. Okay. Dick All right, guys, Johnson. keep it together. Okay. Keep it together. Moving on. Let's move on. Oh, oh my, my God, God. the we next one. Story. The next one. I'm going to call skeletons in the family closet. Okay. All right. So. All right. So some families, you know, some every family's got skeletons. Like everybody, if you look everybody. deep enough, oh yeah, there's, has there's stuff that they don't want everybody else to know about their family. Of course. I mean, you don't you want know. everybody to know all your inside business. No. Yeah. So this is going a little too far, though. Uh, in an attempt to bury old wounds, a gentleman thought it was a good idea to dig up the corpse of his dad. Oh. So, yeah, we're going to Kentucky now. Okay, okay. At least it's not in Florida, so, but Kentucky. Okay. Michael Michael May, 44 years old, was arrested Monday evening after an officer saw him digging up a grave at a cemetery in Sanford, Kentucky. Told the officer he was trying to dig up the grave of his father so he could argue with him. <laughs> <laughs> so he could argue with him? Apparently, yeah. So the arresting officer said he seemed... Was into- he on Flocka too? He, he said he seemed intoxicated and began quoting Bible verses when confronted. So... If you're you're a police officer, you see a guy in a graveyard digging up a body. Digging up a grave. You go, this is going to be fun. You fucking pull in. Oh, sure. I'm sure that the officer immediately was like, this is not going to be a fun And then the guy starts quoting Bible verses and telling you he wants to argue with his dead father. So, uh, right there, you're like, it's going to be a long night. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, so he was uh, charged <laughs> with... He was charged... A, this is not going to be a short call here. He was charged with violating graves, public intoxication, and marijuana possession. The weed had nothing to do with well, it. No, he no. He just they, happened they, to have they, weed they on him. threw that in there because he just they had, had it. to. Yeah. He had it. They're probably... Then yeah, a bo- just, it's just because it's Kentucky. No, they no, had to yeah. throw that in there. He gave a bizarre interview to w, WLEX18 um, news station. He told the reporter that a Bible verse inspired him to dig up his dad. 
To argue uh, with him. Yeah. So the, the reporter asked, do you feel that you were violating a grave? And the gentleman said, no, I see the truth. He needs to be on the ground, not under it. He said his dad died 30 years ago. Okay. So your dad died when you were 14. What the hell were you arguing about for when you were 14 that you need to dig your dad up 30 years later? 30 years later and, and what? So the worst part about it... Did he did he ever even say well, like, what he was going to argue about with him? No. So his dad died 30 years ago. So funny part is there's 13 people in that cemetery with the last name May. Uh, there was only one fitting the timeline of his dad's. So he just kind of guessed actually at the grave. Okay, so was he digging up the wrong grave? Tell me he was digging up the uh, wrong grave. Yes, the name of the person buried <laughs> where he was digging has not been released. Oh, no. So not it, only... It was not even his dad. It wasn't even his dad. So <laughs> oh, no. You were going to argue with the wrong... You were going to have a random argument... Argue with the wrong... With a random skeleton. So, yeah. So... Holy... Uh, the last one I'm going to talk about... <laughs> is uh, called... Liar, liar, pants on... Where are your pants? <laughs> okay, this ought to be good. So... A firefighter was placed on paid administrative leave. A Rhode Island firefighter. Let's start there. It's Rhode Island. We okay, don't go so to Rhode Island much. No, no we don't go to There's Rhode not Island. Not a lot of people often. in Rhode Island. No, no. I feel like in Rhode Island, if this happens, everybody else in Rhode Island's going to know yeah, you. Yeah, yeah you, it, Rhode Island's the kind of state where everybody knows everybody. Yeah, it's like the cheers of the United States. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he was placed <laughs> on administrative leave, police say, when he walked nude into a 7 Eleven store on a dare. Okay. So, I, I mean, I mean that's I mean let's just talk about your that's that's good foresight. You're 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 a fucking firefighter. What are you doing? Nude, nude. Why are you walking naked? What if there's a fire? Then you what are you going to do? You're going to go jump on the truck naked? Your other firefighter buddies don't watch you on the truck nude. And I'm not going to do it on just a dare either. You're going to have to pay me some shit so, for that. So police responded to the 7-Eleven in Middletown. I don't know why it's funny that it's a 7-Eleven. <laughs> so it was. this was on uh, uh, January 3rd. Report The reports of a naked customer. Oh, okay, so not too long ago. No. Owner uh, said the man was walking around with a smile on his face. He then purchased a soda and left in a car. Um, <laughs> the the car was found short. Well, first off, was he carrying... I wanna, they, they leave out there. Was he carrying money? Did he have a fanny yeah, pack? Yeah, on? Yeah, where he, was his? Where, where did he have the money? Where did he, he purchase the soda? And I mean, did maybe he, have, he was just carrying a credit card but with him. I think I don't th- like because uh, I know there's like a no shirt, no shoes. Policy. There'd be no way to carry the change, so uh, I, I have to imagine that he was carrying a credit card or a fanny pack. Might have been wearing a fanny yeah, pack. Could've, could've but been, then again, no shirt. Like most stores are, no shirt, no shoes, no shirt. They don't say anything about pants. No, but I mean, if, if he was wearing, naked, he, he didn't wearing, have any I, any of the true. above. That's fair. So, short the police found the car shortly after looking at the videotape, getting the license. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were two fully clothed occupants. So, uh, the the twenty nine <laughs> year old passenger says she dared her boyfriend to go into the store nude because he told her it was legal in Rhode Island. Okay. So, 29-year-old passenger said she dared her boyfriend to do it. So, her boyfriend was the... The firefighter. The 60-year-old firefighter 60? named John. 
was charged with disorder. You should be ashamed of yourself, sir. She is wow. a she, not that you're not that you're having sex with a twenty nine year old. No, good. Well, good for good good for you for that. Good the for fact you. that you you let her you beat her. She, she yeah. Well, I mean, technically you won the dare because you he did, did it. He did, but no, he you did. didn't because you got arrested. That's right. And he said it was legal. <coughs> yeah, he was the one who so, was claiming that it was legal so, to do this. And so I'm just so he was charged with disorderly conduct. Um, attempts to reach him for comment. His phone was busy. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Mine would be too. Uh, yeah, I would. I would just take it off. Yeah. The fire chief Glenn Davis says he has been placed on paid administrative leave. Oh, at least he's getting paid. Uh, he has been with the department for forty years. Forty years. Wow. So, um, yeah. So, I, I, I guess, I, 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 I guess I don't. I don't, I don't, I know, I don't know whether to be like proud of the guy. Or, or just shake my head saying, like, why did you do that? Look, for, I, I, you, you, you clearly did that for your 29-year-old girlfriend. And, again, kudos to you I for mean, having yeah, a 29-year-old well, I mean, girlfriend when you're 60. That's true. But, really, I, I don't know. I Again, I, I think that I would have to have some kind of um, compensation if I were yeah. to do something like that. Like, not, I wouldn't say, if somebody said, I dare you to, I would probably say... No, yeah. but if they said, I'll give you a hundred bucks, yeah. eh, maybe, I mean, maybe I don't really, I mean, I'd have to be damn sure that it was, I mean, disorderly conduct's probably just like a ticket. Sure. I can't imagine, I mean, sure. Can't, Not a felony. I can't imagine they're going to, in any way. I can't imagine he's going to lose it. Please don't fire him. That's, that's ridiculous. He'll lose, yeah. his, he'll lose his 29. She's only with him because he's uh, got a pension coming. That's <laughs> very true. So, very true. And I like how they didn't name the 29 year old passenger. They just... Said his twenty-nine-year-old passenger. <laughs> so I, I feel like that might have been the girlfriend experience, also. Oh, that very well could have been. So, so well, that is the uh, fun. so a couple in Florida. Uh, we hit Rhode Island. We hit Kentucky. Yeah, uh, we, we, we were kinda, all kind of went around the United over, States there today. Yeah. No, those uh, were great stories today. Shout out to Dick Face Johnson. Dick Face Johnson, greatest alias <laughs> ever, sir. Thank you for coming up with that one. Oh uh, my God! Shout out believe. to our shout out to our friends listening in Hong Kong <laughs> and uh, Papua New Guinea in India on all over the United States. Yes, uh, and uh, once again, uh, if you want to reach us, if you want to make comments, if you want to ask questions, if you want to make suggestions, theme ideas, give us ideas, things you want to hear us talk about. Residual exhale. We have a Facebook page. We have uh, the boozy and baked Saturday night show. We do because uh, we are the DJs here on Saturday night at Singers Karaoke Club. Nine to you two. Can comment there as well. Uh, yeah. We want to uh, thank everyone for listening and ch- uh, check out our word. check out our past videos on YouTube. Uh, we have a Boozy yep. and Bake Saturday Night Show uh, f- uh, YouTube page where we have a lot of our past uh, past weekly themes. Check them out. A lot of them are funny. We have a, a, lot, a couple upcoming uh, shows that are going to be really, really fun. Uh, we have one coming up with Aaron and Lauren yep. where we're going to be talking about all of our adventures that we've had together over the past couple years. Yep. Uh, and then uh, we're actually going to have a special show coming to you for St. Patrick's Day. March 14th uh, from. Be- We'll be here at Singers, right? Yep, we're going to be here uh, recording at a um, launch party for Sellerman's Folly Whiskey. Yeah, if you uh, listened that last week on the show, Nick Streeter, uh, one of the uh, co-owner, founder, creators of Sellerman's Folly. Yep. Uh, they're going to have a little shindig here. Uh, $20 tickets if you buy them beforehand. 25 at the door, get you uh, three tastings. 
some swag. Yep, and you can that, buy your that, tickets. The kid's still saying swag. Yeah, I think that, that's still a thing. Swag. Uh, <clears throat> you can buy your tickets online. You can buy tickets right here at Singers. You can buy tickets at Green Planet. Holly Berlin will be bartending. Holly Berlin is going to be the bartender during that event. Uh, that's going to be really fun. We're going to record our podcast during that event. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have some uh, interviews with the the founders of Celebrants Folly. Yep. So, uh, yeah, continue to listen. We really appreciate that. All right. That wraps up another episode of Residual Exhale with Boozy and Baked here at Singers Karaoke Club in beautiful downtown Solvay. Thank you for listening, my friends. And remember, if it's boozy, drink it. And from all the cast, crew, and families, peace.